Welcome to the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour. This is part two of my interview with my friend, superstar attorney Chantal Joseph. Chantal practices immigration, personal injury, and criminal law with offices in Greenbelt, Maryland, and Miami, Florida. In this next segment, we talk about some of her best memories from the classic hip hop era to her opinion on the current state of music. The video version of this interview is featured on my YouTube channel at The Lawyer's Hip Hop Happy Hour. So if you want to see what we all look like, please like and subscribe to the channel. I hope you enjoy the show and I will catch you on the B-side. We are back with attorney Chantal Joseph, as I've said, my sister from another mister. We have talked a lot about the law, your career, on and off camera. And we're going to now, of course, talk about music yes. because you are on the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour. So you cannot leave here without talking about music. Let's go. I, I asked you before, but I'm, I'm going to ask you again. And I said it before, too. I already know how old you are. You put it out there. I wouldn't have put it out there unless you did it first. 44. Youngster. Right? So, but you are born in the era of the golden era of hip hop. So... I know the answer to this question, but I need to ask you, for the record, you consider yourself a fan of hip-hop? I do. Okay. I'm going to give you, we're going to play a name game. Okay. I'm going to give you two artists or a group, two groups. You're going to tell me who you like better. All right. And that way we will have an idea of uh, your musical taste. Okay? Starting off with the, the most obvious question of all these, Biggie versus Pac. Biggie. Tribe versus Wu-Tang. Ooh, Wu-Tang. Interesting. Bad Boy, Death Row. Bad Boy. Michael Jackson or Prince? Michael Jackson. Janet Jackson or Beyonce? Beyonce. Madonna or Beyonce? Beyonce. Okay. Kanye or Drake? Drake. Hmm, interesting. Kendrick or J. Cole? Kendrick. Good answer. All right. Favorite rapper that's not Biggie? So earlier I said Jay-Z. Correct. Off camera, you said Jay-Z. I said Jay-Z. You're going to kill me for this. Okay. But my favorite rapper throughout college was Mystical. Mystical? Mystical is from New Orleans. I'm from yes. New Orleans. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was Mystical. I was just thinking, like, Mystical was my guy before all the allegations. Before the allegations. Well, before it's before. actually they had been proven. Some of them have been proven. Still, still alleged. <laughs> so... <laughs> So you got some new allegations, but the other ones have been proven. Um, all right. What's your favorite mystical song? Danger. Uh, danger. Or well, that's here the, I go. But, but I say that's Danger is a more a newer song. All right. So. So you well newer by it's 20 something years ago. But right. What about. Your, we're going to go back to some of these answers in a minute, okay? Because I, I know now where you stand on these questions, but who's your least favorite rap artist of all time? Is it because they're a rap or who they are? Well, let's just go, let's base it on the music. Like, who's, who, well, it could be based on whatever. As long as you Kanye do. West. Really? Yes. Can it, I... Is it because of what's going on now in the last few years with yes, Kanye? Yes, actually, in the last few years, because earlier today I heard him like on a, Usher remix. And I was like, damn, I miss that Kanye. Like, you know, old Kanye. So the old like Kanye it. was when I was, was in law school. You you might have been finished because that was right. 04. It was yes. late, late registration. And uh, that was an amazing album. I mean, it I, was. So today I was like, 
Oh, you hate Kanye, but I love this. I love this old Kanye. I just don't like the new Kanye. Don't like his personality. I don't. Have you heard his new music? No, and I refuse. You don't. You won't listen. Mm-mm. You I have no interest. So you didn't hear Donda, the, the album that Mm-mm. he. I have no interest. Really? So his no. personality has put you off too. I mean, you're not the first person to say that. That doesn't shock yeah. me. His personality has just totally turned me off to him. Okay. Now this is kind of a similar question. But your least favorite current rap artist, Kanye's been around for a while, but like of all the folks that are currently out there, who are you like, man, this person, I just, I don't know what it, I can't see it. Do you have, is that, do you have anybody like that? I don't even know if I even know them enough to say that, like to give you an answer. Like even I think about like my kids, I mean, they're 13 and 11. Because so you really have interested. young children. Yeah, who... but my 13-year-old, his favorite rapper is Kendrick Lamar. And right. I'm like... I'm a big fan of Kendrick. I get it, because I'm like, that's a good choice. Okay. You know? So, I, so I you're... Did... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. This is realize something. Your 13-year-old son is listening to Kendrick Lamar I albums? I know. Oh, my goodness. So what's interesting about me and my husband... I'm just kidding, by the way. Thing. No. I'm just kidding. My husband hates... Oh, we travel a lot, me and my youngest, because he runs track. When he told me Kendrick Lamar was his favorite rapper, I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Do you know why I let him listen to The Whole Way to Virginia Beach? Ready to die. I was like, you have to <laughs> Ready to die. And, and I'm going to give you this. I put I, I put this out in your honor. Oh, uh, yeah. you can, I want you to show the camera what this is. All right. <laughs> when My I f- most favorite <laughs> album of all time. Funny story about this album. Tell me. I love this album so much. My very first car accident, I was listening to Ready to Die. Wow, your first car, first of many. First, no, well, <laughs> a couple, <laughs> well, a couple, but I was listening to Ready to Die, and I will always remember that. But I let him, I let him listen to Ready to Die. Now I know some people may not necessarily agree with that. Well, I mean, there's a lot of like, it's a lot of, it's a lot, it's of a lot going on in that album. There's a lot going on in that album, but it's, I'm like, it's he's a, gonna it's listen a classic. to it whether he's with me or he's not. So the fact, I just. When you it know comes what? To music, I'm very open. It's to art. What it is. Music is art, right? Yes, what, I'm the, very, very open. To this it. album came out in 1994. In 1994, I was uh, under 21, so I was very much so 17, 18, uh, somewhere in there. I don't even my math. I became a lawyer because uh, I wasn't good at math. <laughs> so some, if I was born in 1977, yeah, you do, you all do the math. And I bought this album. I mean, I just went in the store and bought it. And this, I bought this album the same time I bought Into the 36 Chambers by Wu-Tang, the same time I got Elmatic by Nas, all at, all at once. And obviously those three albums are hip-hop history at its finest. It really is. So um, there's, and my parents, so I, wasn't, I was only a few years older than your son is now. And I was listening to it, and I probably didn't understand half of what was going on in the album, but it didn't matter because it you know they don't make they didn't they never made an album like that before and it has been one of me like that since. And that's how I feel about the music today. Like not like I, I literally I don't understand what's going on. It's just dances and. So I, you're I an old head. I'm surprised because I thought you might be more of a hip person and the hip in quotation marks. Hip? No. You are you are a purist. You're old head. I am. So in my like my morning rides, it is everything from 
back then. So like you know, right. high school, college, law school. You put your age out there. I can't. I I, so you know, I know what you're listening to. Yes, I don't. Because I'm this, listening to the same no thing. Stuff. I'm trying to think of what is new today. Well, Kendrick, right? I, well, Kendrick, because you know, I love Kendrick Lamar. He's awesome. What's your favorite Kendrick album? So I'm trying to think. Um, Would it be his first album, which is right album. here to your right, Mad City? Yes. Oh, look at you. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it would have to just be that. Like, but other than Kendrick, new. Do you know? Like, so I'll listen to Drake, but not because. Because like, he's everywhere, right? He's everywhere. It's not like I'm like, oh, my God. I like, I love Drake. Like, Drake is someone who I would want to go see. That's not somebody I would want to go you wouldn't, see. You wouldn't go to a Drake concert? No, I would not go to a Drake concert. But you listen to his music because you have no choice but to. Because yeah. he's. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, maybe just a couple of years ago. He was really, really popular. So I was like, oh, okay, you know. But it's not something I'm passionate about. Like, right. you know, the way I feel about Biggie. You were passionate about Biggie. I was. But I still am. You are. He had, Biggie, yeah. Biggie had two albums released, Life After Death, which we we right. have in the, in, the, in the bin, and Ready to Die. Yes. Um, he had some posthumous albums, but that doesn't, in my opinion, my humble opinion, doesn't count. They hit a I duets album. Uh, no, I agree with you. Like, Ready to Die was high school for me. So it was like my high school getting ready. And it, to me, that was, was it the first record on Bad Boy? I think it was. Well, been. Craig Mack was before Biggie. I was but, thinking about Craig Mack, but I'm like, I feel like. But Biggie's on Craig Mack's remix on the Flavor, Flavor in Your Ear. Right. So, I mean, which that, that favorite, verse. Which, was, which is one of my favorite remixes. That, that, yeah, which that verse is, is an iconic Biggie verse. So, Biggie in high school and then Life After Death when I was at Howard. Right. Died. So, of course, you know, everybody was going So, what year what year were you in Howard when Biggie died? It was 96, right? So, what year were you? Did he die? No, he died in 97. 97. Pac died in 96. See, I yeah. got it. Yeah. See, See you know, now. you, come on, you come know, on you, now. you know your Biggie history. Come on now. <laughs> yes, in 97. I was a freshman. Oh, wow. I was a junior. I was a freshman at in Howard. Yes. And in 96, I was, obviously, I was a freshman. I went to Howard in 96 to 2000. Right. So you, yeah, you remember that time. What do you remember, yeah. what do you remember about that time? So with Life After Death, I remember because I lived in the, well, I lived in Bethune Hall, which is on 4th Street in D.C. Right. And like just people coming up and down the street. That's what I remember. Like everyone blasted Life After Death. Like it was just all the time. Any street, Georgia Ave. <laughs> Any street that you went to, someone was blasting life after that. So Biggie was popular. I was in New Orleans and people were blasting Biggie as well. Not Master P? I know you joke about <laughs> No. People were blasting Master P also, but I was a guy who I preferred East Coast hip hop. Master but P. But I love Southern hip hop. You know, right? you- I am a big fan of the, and I know you always make fun of me for that, but I am a big fan of the Master P. Mystical. Mystical was not was releasing records before No Limit. Mystical. That's true. His most, in my opinion, his best album was without No Limit. That's true too. I mean, because that was that was like high school for me too. That was my first yeah. year of college when I was when I nineteen ninety five is when I heard uh, that when I first. I'll say wait, first year because you're yeah. I'm a little. Here I go is what she was talking about. Yeah, here I go. That's like my. That's the first mystical album. Absolutely, that's like classic. Like mystical, I had a mystical poster. That's crazy. It's really interesting That's to me. Crazy. No, I had a mystical poster in my room in college. I've never met somebody in my life that's so ever let me said tell that you, to me. I love mystical so much. <laughs> I had a huge 
mystical poster. And when I left Howard, I insured it to travel back to Miami, and they broke it. Now, I didn't pack it well. You insured it as, I insured as a piece it, of art. It was to me. I insured it for $1,000, a poster of mystical. And they broke it. And they UPS had to pay me $1,000 for it. Wow. What a... Yeah. I love, 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 anybody who really knows me, knows me. I mean, Mystical was, was uh, a game changer. He was he different. Really, Nobody really had this type of flow. Um, and I was in New Orleans at the time. And in fact, a good friend of mine, uh, shout out to Kelly Leggins. Uh, he, um, he lived around in the same neighborhood as him. He used to talk about him. And I think, I want to say, that I saw Mystical's house. Mm, you did. Yes, I think I saw his house. Kelly's I think. Porch. I think yes. Kelly showed me Mystical's house. Yeah. Um, I don't know Mystical, uh, <laughs> but I saw <laughs> his house. In my head, that was my dude. Like yeah. that was my guy. Like even even though it was from New Orleans, like in Miami, that was. Well, a he big was Southern thing. rap, so. right? So it was so so big because I feel like Miami rappers really didn't come on the map. Like, I mean, we had Luke. You had Uncle not... Luke. How do you feel about Uncle Luke? I love Luke. Two Live Crew. I love, when I was I growing up, I was an adolescent, I mean, looking at the album covers, and I was like, oh. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> now looking back, but not at the right. time. Like, you just thought that, oh, this is hot. Like, you, as a parent, I may look at it differently right. now. Again, my parents didn't know what was going on. I, I bought Two Live Crew as well. There was no restrictions. You know, I love, I mean, because that's, because in Miami, you had stuff like you had... You had Miami base. Right. So you knew about New Orleans Bounce? Did, being from Miami, did you know no, about that? No, I don't think I... No, only when Mystical came out. And Mystical is like a... Not quite... He's not pure Bounce. No, um, I mean, that's what I knew about. Like, right. that's when New Orleans really, like, kind of... It's kind of became to be conscious. Thing. Right. I wasn't thinking about New Orleans. Like, if you're from right. Miami... You had your own thinking, You had your own music. You had your own music. Like, and now there's little traces of Miami music. and But the people... Like... People from Miami now really don't have like old school Miami, but when you hear, when you hear Miami, you know it's from Miami. Like, so you who know. is the old school Miami artist that maybe I wouldn't know about not being from Miami? JC Money. JC Money. What's his? What's his? What's the song that he made? I don't oh, know. Oh my god. I don't uh, know JC Money. And now I'm trying to think. I'm drawing a blank. But JC Money. All um, I know is Luke, and then I know that Luke's so after. You, so. JT, I'm not so sure that he's connected with. Yeah, he was, yeah. And I just can't think of it right now. Like, I'm drawing a blank. But JT Money is like Miami. Then it's Luke. And of course, when Trick came out. Well, of course, everybody knows Trick. Right, right. And Trina, Trick Daddy Trina. Trina. I I say, I didn't like neither one of them, but I didn't. I'm 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 East Coast biased. I'm New York biased. But. I one of my so we talk about how the four years at Howard was like one of the best experiences of my life. We have what we shout call out to HU HU. You know you know there was a Southern Players Ball. I live for the Southern Players right, but ball. that's an Atlanta thing though. Let's be but see at Howard it was right. like. All, all, but right? yeah, so let's give credit. Let's give credit to Atlanta because Atlanta's, in my opinion, ruined hip hop. But Outkast. <laughs> Was does not fall so, into that category. So for us, when I say Southern Players Ball, it wasn't like Atlanta music. In in at Howard, it was you Everybody had the Miami the stuff. You had the Houston. You had you know Memphis. Like you had everyone. So that was the time, and that, that was a, was the time. And, and going to college in New Orleans, that's how it was when uh, New Orleans music came on. But New Orleans music had 
You have New Orleans bounce music, which did not have a nationwide following. But then you had Master P, like you just mentioned, and, right. and Cash Money right after that. And that brought New Orleans to the rest of the world. And uh, there was elements of it, of the bounce music in that, but it wasn't quite bounce, but... So I wouldn't say that I'm even really familiar with New Orleans bounce music. You probably are not. Yeah, um, like, I, I definitely... Just like, I'm not familiar with Miami bass. Yeah, when I think of um, New Orleans, I, of course, I think of Master P, right. No Limit, and Cash Money. That's, that's who, who you, I think That's of. who most people think of, right. And well, actually, I don't even know anybody who's come out of New Orleans since that. Big Frida. But, Big Frida since then, right. But, but you know how she knows bounce music? On a Drake album and on Beyonce's album. Right, they did. Right, 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 right. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother show. But let me just say that it really kind of, I don't want to be like that old guy, get off my lawn, but. uh, (laughs) It's it's not doing it for you. It's not quiet. Well, you know, they they co opted. Actually, Miley Cyrus, throw her in there as well. You throw Miley Cyrus, you throw Beyonce, and you throw Drake. I, I feel like Drake doesn't bother me as much. I mean, Drake took the Trigger Man beat, what we call the Trigger Man beat. And I probably need to do a whole show about the Trigger Man beat. It's, it's the um, the underlying beat for most bounce records. Bounce records, you almost always have this same beat, the mm. Trigger Man beat. And uh, I think Drake used it on the song. Um, can't think of the name of the song. I'm drawing a blank as well. But um, it was a New Orleans producer, Black and Mild, did the beat. And he, the, the one with Lauren Hill, the, with the Lauren Hill sample. Oh, that's, yep, that's Black and Mouth. And uh, that's, uh, I, just, I just thought of it in my mind. I just forgot about it that quick. But 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 Beyonce takes a lot from New Orleans. Even in the Renaissance album, a lot of that stuff. She took the Trigger Man beat in the Renaissance album, actually. she and I think in, in the song Church, she takes the, it's the, it's the, it's the Trigger Man beat. Which actually is taken from a New York rap group. But that's a whole other, that's, that's, that's doing a bit of a deep dive. But they don't give credit to its genesis. And that, as a New Orleanian, drives me crazy. So but, it just, like, turns you all towards... Well, I, I'm a big fan of Beyonce, actually, but that, uh, but, but that, that, that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Um, but you, you are, you are from Miami. You are Miami-based. That is your thing. That is my thing. You were in college, and that, it was, it was popping. Popping. And, and you were in D.C. at the time, and it was, Anything from the South was popping to me, right? Right. And but, but you're a, but your number one artist of all time is, is big, which is I, kind of ironic. Because, you know, I grew up, like, initially when I first came to America, I lived in Jersey. Now, I'm not saying that that is why I love Biggie. I just love Biggie. I mean. Biggie. I just love Biggie. But I also love Method Man. You love meth because, because of the way he looks or because of how it's... No. <laughs> well, which is it? Now, no, it's we, ball. It's, okay. So, you know what? We might I have to edit that part. You are a married woman. <laughs> so. Who still has eyes. <laughs> like, who is alive, a human being. But, yeah, it's like meth. But Biggie. Biggie Biggie's album, like, kind of like... Biggie's album was groundbreaking, but Meth's out actually in that same the same time I bought those other I also bought Takao. Takao. Meth's first album. Takao. And that was, that, that that album, was my thing. Well, it was a good album, but it wasn't on the level of uh the other albums that I said of Elmatic or Ready to Die. I mean it wasn't, but it was a great album. It was a great album. It was a great album. I feel uh, like I don't know that he ever got back. That was his best that was his best album. Yeah, ever he, got back to like that. He account. was the breakout star initially from Wu Tang. Right. And I feel like he is who like when I think when you mentioned Wu Tang earlier, and I was like, yeah. oh, Wu Tang. Well, I'm a, yeah, I mean, Wu, Wu and Meth was the breakout star, but he's 
he's the least prolific artist, really. I mean, and not, maybe not the least prolific artist. He's probably the most famous. He is the most famous, but, but I mean, sometimes it's... Raekwon and Ghostface have records. They're still making records. Meth is not. Right, but he's meth is more mainstream, right? So he can he can reach a broader audience. Like if you're a true hip hop head, then you'll think about Ghostface and you know Raekwon. But when you're thinking about just someone, meth will reach. Meth everyone. had that charisma. He definitely he has that charisma. He still does. Right, very much has that. Charisma. Right, and you are again, you are a married woman, and <laughs> we, we, we might have to edit the part about meth. <laughs> but look, I'm a I'm a Method Man fan. I saw uh, Method Man and Red Man in concert at the Howard Theater in DC. It was amazing. I um, saw Method Man in concert. It was in high school. Nice. They came down to Miami. Right. Nice. My yeah. my wife tells the story about how when she was in college, Wu Tang Clan performed and at, at her school, and mm. I think they got paid in weed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they wasn't. They, you know, they weren't really popular back then. I mean, as popular, they weren't Wu-Tang that we know today. Um, but, yeah. Sometimes. But, I mean, that just wasn't, like... And I know people who probably, like, oh, I'm going to go out, like, I get this Wu-Tang out. That just wasn't really what, like, wasn't really into that. You were not into that. I was not. Right, but you still like Wu-Tang versus over Tribe. You're not a Tribe. I, right, I do. Even and when, when you said Wu-Tang, the reason why I said Wu-Tang was because of Method Man. So you like Wu-Tang because of Method, not... Yes. That's the, that's just your only reason. So we, that's that's, that's, that's right. it. That's We've got real down. reason. That's the real reason. It's it, because of Method Man. Okay. I was obsessed. Meth was the breakout star, and, and, and to this day, he remains the breakout star. He truly does. But he's not the uh, most prolific... Uh, but he's the most mainstream. Right. But he is the most mainstream. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as far as the current state of things in hip hop, what's your opinion? Where how's the how's the genre doing? How's the music doing? I don't listen to the, the <laughs> I don't listen to them. I'm trying to think of what So you I'm trying to think of like one song that I may listen to. So I don't I don't listen to the radio. And that may be why I'm not as on to Is it because the music was so good back in our era that there yes. can be no duplication? There, because they, they're not talking about anything. They're not speaking about anything like that. Like, I know people may have their opinions about Ready to Die, you know, but I do feel like at least he was talking about struggles, like when he was... So there was an evolution from Ready to Die, and you can hear it in the music from Ready to Die and Life After Death. Ready to Die talks about, like, it's Biggie being gritty, Right. right, it's robberies, robberies. And it's him starting crime. out, right? But life after death, you could tell he has a little money Correct. in life after death, right? So you could tell that he's evolved. The guys today, I mean, first of all, the dances just throw me off. The dances, I, I don't even know what's happening with that. This, they have the, all the TikTok challenges and whatnot. Right, there's but a new then, one right now. I don't even know. But I, then it's I, like it, even it, though like. My date still myself, the, I the flashy, but it's a different type of, like, Biggie may be in a video where he's rapping about, like, owning a home or, you know, he has mansions, you know. Biggie had like a that. rhythm to his rhyme. He right. was, he like, was rhythmic. These he guys was... are just. They're not talking know. about. They're not talking about anything. Like, right. yeah, there's nothing. Like, I'm like, there's not a lyric that's going to stand out. I think. Other everyone... than maybe Kendrick. You are right, not. but Kendra hasn't put out anything in a while. 
So not in a while, no. But he has, I, I believe, my favorite Kendrick album is "Damn," and it's. Oh. Um, I think there's some. Just, just, he won a Pulitzer Prize, I think, around the time he made that so, album. So, yes. So, he's actually speaking about things that made... Kendrick is amazing. Yes, but, but like, who... I've seen so many videos lately of... I don't even know what his name is. They little, still have videos? Little overt <laughs> or user oh, or... Uh, right, right, right. I, and I, I apologize for... But it's like the little... Don't apologize to me. The, like, you know, the, I, little, the little dance that the little kids do <laughs> when their hits are broken and you don't know what's going on. Like, you gotta go to the bathroom? Like, what's happening here? Like, what is wrong with you? But, but I don't know. It's weird because I wonder, do they relate to them like I relate to Biggie, it would just seem so weird that my children, like my son likes Kendrick Lamar. My youngest, I don't really, he hasn't really mentioned right. any rapper or anybody that he likes. But, but I'm like, but hip hop continues through the generations. Your son, your lung, your, your oldest at, at a minimum is a fan. He is a fan. And he's a fan of somebody who's, in my opinion, the most important of this generation. I think Kendrick is the most important, influential talented, my humble opinion. So that's, so hip hop's in that sense, it's off to a, um, it was still on a good, on a good track. But are they really calling, I mean, I don't know. And I, I say this, say like the new rap that's out, is it really considered hip hop? Well, I guess it depends. It's more mainstream now. Right? It's more, is it, is it, is it really hip hop or is it just rap or trap? Well, or, there's, there's, there's genres of hip hop right? music, right? If we say hip hop is the, uh, um, the generic term, and there's lots of genres. I wouldn't put that into hip hop. I just like. You wouldn't the, put what into hip hop? Like, let's say, is his name Lil Baby? Like, you know, like, like these are artists that I'm. I I am like you. I'm. I am more comfortable I, I, in my era, and but I also think that my era was superior. And I, you know, and I concur. I, <laughs> I concur. It would be interesting to speak to someone who is younger than us, and maybe. I, I'm curious to see what they think about the new state of hip hop. They can't possibly think that the foolishness that we're listening to is actually <laughs> real music. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> it's beats I, though. And there are beats, and they make great TikTok videos, and they make they make for great social media like dancing and trends. But it's not. They're, it, they're great trendsetters. The question is, is it sustainable over the long term? Will people remember it uh, 10, 20, 30 years from now? I don't know. We'll... No, because trends die. Right. right? It's just like anything else. It's just like clothes. It's just like anything else. Trends die. Unless you have classic. You know, classic. It's like fashion. Fashion. The nice, nice segue. Classic pieces will never die. Classic pieces nice will never die. So we are getting the uh, five-minute um, buzzer from the sponsors here, and but one of the things they wanted to talk about was fashion. You are a very fashionable. Uh, we have the camera going, and when we get air this at some point, we'll the viewers will be able to see you. Uh, can you tell us what you're wearing today? Well, first of all, before you even say that. I'm going to say <laughs> that I admire your sneaker game. Okay. So um, can you tell us what you got on your feet? Let's start off with that. Okay. I do have and, and a you pair are, of 
Mid One Jordans. Mid One Jordans. And I think I have on the same shoe as you. Yeah. Yes, uh, we just have different colors. Yes, I got the red and white, uh, red, white, and uh, black Jordans. And I have a uh, hunter green, blue, and white. Right. We, this is probably my one of 15. Well, you have 15 Jordans? Why are you beating me? I don't know. I, I, I got to count, but I don't think I got 15. I love, I love them. This, I, I do too. This is my winter gear. I do too. I wear Air Maxes this summer. 95s? Ooh! <laughs> because I knew I always liked you for some reason. <laughs> I wear, but, but wait, wait, wait. There's different Air Max. So what give me I'm gonna I'm not gonna tell you what my two and we got we're 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 running out of time, but I'm gonna tell you my 95 and then what's your other one? Because I have another one. I wanna make sure I wanna see if you understand. I'm gonna say they're all about the same. They're all 95. No, you're but no, you know what though? Oh, I I'm, what I have Chantel. a more so I go for the more fashionable. Okay, yes, and my me too, and it's right? fashionable. So I have the ones that the brighter colors. Okay. I just it's see, not about the color, the design. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you this because we got to run out of time. For me, uh, it's about what's gonna match the right. particular outfit that I want. The 87s, the night, the Air Max ones, okay, which just came out in 1987. Mm-mm. Though, do you even know what it looks like? I mean. <laughs> Okay. But what is your style, though? You are very stylish. You are an attorney. Yes. Um, so my you... style varies on day to day. Right. So, you know, obviously in court, it's just the regular suits. But I, I'm i trying to stray away from just wearing suits unless I'm in trial. Right. Because suits are boring. You know, suits we need... I mean... Yeah, we need some something jiggy with it. You know, you from Haiti. Sac passe na boule, huh? <laughs> Interestingly enough, um, I'm a big... Like I've I've grown to be a big sneakerhead, so I will wear sneakers. Sneakers are the bomb. I'm trying to get my wife into that, but she's I, not I feeling absolutely, me. Absolutely, absolutely love them, and I'm and I'm, I'm I was gonna say I'm older, but are you on, are you on the Nike app? I am on the Nike. app. Ain't the sneakers app? Yes, I am. Yes, on the best thing. The, it's the devil, but I love you. It is really truly <laughs> the devil because I literally every day will probably go on like there's three. I would go on Goat every day. I would go on StockX every day. And I would go on my Nike. Why? I don't know. StockX? That sounds fancy. And... Stock, no, it's just a regular, it's another app that you could buy sneakers from. Mm. Yeah, nice. it's just another app that you could buy. Nike, StockX, and Goat every day. Goat? As in? Yeah, G-O-A-T. Okay. I'll just go on there, not because I'm, like, looking, but I am. You are looking. But I just go on there. It's Look, just like, my mind 44. Is, you're not trying to wear heels all the time. I'm not. And it's once I got into the sneaker thing, I'm just like, it's a, so my 11-year-old is a big sneaker fan. Nice. And he, but see, I work. So he's like, there's a, you got another box? I'm like, yeah, because I have a job. <laughs> like, right, what do exactly. you do? What are your grades? Have what you done your all your homework? Right. What is going on over here? Right. Well, I mean, I can do whatever I want. Right. You're, you're, you're a, Full grown woman. Full grown woman. Okay. Pays my own bills. Like, and let me ask you this though. We didn't even talk about my admiration for your hustle, but before I leave, I gotta say, hardest working woman in show business. Thank you, Chantal Joseph, attorney at law. But before we need to know as well because. You gotta eat, right? You gotta right, buy more right, sneakers. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, I gotta buy my sneakers, right? How do how do clients hire you? Where do they find you? So my website is www.cjosephlaw.com. I have two offices, one in Greenbelt, Maryland, and one in Lantana, Florida, which is in West Palm Beach. In West Palm Beach, I handle well in Florida, I handle exclusively personal injury. 
And in Maryland, I do criminal defense, family, and also personal injury and some criminal defense. And you know what? Haitians are always fashionably late. You were late today. Um, It's okay. I still love you. And... We have to. We're, we're going. We're going to treat you to dinner, even in, in spite of the fact that you were late. You get it a free. It was not my fault. You, you sent get, me to a garage. You, you get a that free meal. So we gotta. What was I to do? We gotta have you back. Yeah. Uh, to talk more because, as you see, the time flies by, and even though I know you really well, there's still so many more topics we have to 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 uh, discuss, and uh, I'm a little hungry myself, so. And you have a full drink you haven't even touched. I won't touch it. I, I've already had it. In about couple. the last 30 so minutes. Because yeah, as an attorney, I am very responsible, and I would not have too much to drink if I'm coming from the Nobody's church. driving tonight, okay? Right, you're right. So in any event, um, thank you for coming on to the Lawyer's thank Hip Hop Happy Hour. Thank you for having me. This is like, as a lawyer who loves hip hop, Right. This is like the perfect space to be in. And we we please will you come back? Absolutely. Okay. Well, next time we have to play some music and you know do some other stuff. Yes. But uh, it's truly, 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 truly grateful that you came on. In Thank you so much. Spite of the fact that you were late, we could talk. Not just a little bit. Right, but you got to tad bit. You got to look good. And look, Caribbean time is different. I already right. know. So you should have told me to be here at know. six o'clock, I and I would have been here on time. I should have said three o'clock. <laughs> You'd have been here at eight. It's I okay. I am Haitian, and I, you know I have to, you know, Haitian. get my little Haitian self together. I, I get it. I, I can dig it. But thank you again. Thank you for having me. And we look forward to talking to you soon. Can't wait to be back. Okay. Ciao. Bye. All right. <laughs> we good. Thank you for tuning in to the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour. Don't forget to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel at The Lawyer's Hip Hop Happy Hour for the video version of this interview. As an added bonus, there's a behind-the-scenes episode of this interview that features some of the music we discussed, and I offer my thoughts and analysis. I cannot wait for you to listen. I'll see you next month with a new guest ready to talk more music and hip-hop. Until then, I will catch you on the B-side.